let's close our eyes and just reconnect for a minute with the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Jesus. We do delight in you, Lord. Our hope is in you. Our strength is in you. Mm. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge you this morning as the spirit of prayer, the prayer leader, and the teacher of prayer. I ask you to just come and blanket over all these precious people. Speak to our hearts. Reveal the Father's heart concerning prayer. We thank you in your precious son's name. Amen. All right. Well, the title of my message is Pray and Bless. Pray and Bless. Simple as that. We are living in very troubling times, and we are in uncharted waters for the things that are happening to us in America. So praying according to the leadership of the Holy Spirit is essential and praying in agreement with the father's heart is essential you know if we're honest with ourselves sometimes it's just too easy to pray stuff out of our heads and or just pray what we want God to do or how we want things to go and I say this as gentle as I can, but sometimes we pray against people if they're not doing the good things we think they should be. <laughs> no, we don't. Nobody in here does that, I'm sure. <laughs> but God sees the bigger picture, and he has greater plans than our plans. He knows whose heart will repent and turn to him for salvation and who won't, and we don't know that. We do not know that. So God's heart's desire is for all men to be saved. So that's our heart's desire, for all men to be saved. The devil blinds people, but by praying the right things, their eyes can be opened. So when we're praying... We need to continue to grow in our understanding of his wonderful ways. And, if we, and we, if we desire mercy in our lives, then we want to pray mercy in our prayers for other people. All right. So I'm going to just share some things with you that we have learned Holy Spirit has taught us, and we've been praying them back in the prayer room. These things can be prayed for what I call the big stuff, like praying for all of America, praying for all of Israel, praying for the whole body of Christ, praying for all the unsaved, and then we can bring it right back down here and praying for each other at heart of the Father. So we're going to start by looking at a bunch of Scripture. We're going to build a foundation of the word, and then we'll go from there. If we look at Paul's prayers, we see that he's always building up, always building up in his prayers. He's always strengthening. He's always giving hope. He's always drawing people to the Lord and to go deeper. He's always praying blessings. So we're going to learn how to pray and bless, pray and bless. All right, so our first scripture that we're going to look at, in all of these scriptures that we're going to look at, I want you to, to notice the key words, pray and bless. Look for those words in these scriptures. Matthew 5, 44. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. We're to pray for those who come against us, who are persecuting us. We're to love them. Romans 12, 14. Bless 
those who persecute you. Bless and curse not. Pray and bless over our enemies. Luke 6, 27 and 28. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Yeah, wow. <laughs> now, these scriptures were all about our enemies or those who persecute us or those who come against us, those who don't like us. And we are to pray and bless. We are to pray and bless. All right, now let's look at a scripture for praying for the saints. Ephesians 6, 18. With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view... Be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all saints. Now, the Passion Translation says, Pray the blessings of God upon all the believers. So we're praying blessings over our enemies. Now we're praying blessings over all the saints. So let's look at two more scriptures that have to do with our nation and our cities. Proverbs 11, 11. By the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted. But the mouth of the wicked, by the mouth of the wicked, it is torn down. So here again, we can even bless our cities, speaking blessings where we live. Proverbs 14, 34. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. So by our lifestyle of living righteous and by the things that we speak and the things that we say, we can speak blessings into our nation and into our cities, into our state, into our enemies, into each other, into, our, into the saints. So we are to bless, pray and bless. I looked up the word blessing in the dictionary because we know what blessing means when we're worshiping the Lord. We're ministering to him. We're praising him. We're adoring him. Uh, just lifting him up and coming into his presence. But when we say that we're going to bless our enemies and we're going to bless our nation, our city, what does that mean? Well, Noah Webster wrote the definition of blessing. It means to speak well of. So that means we're to speak well of our enemies. We're to speak well of the saints. We're to speak well of our city. And we're to speak well of our nation. In the concordance, the definition for blessing is enjoying spiritual happiness and the favor of God. So we are to pray for our enemies, for the saints, for our nations, to enjoy spiritual happiness and the favor of God. So as the Holy Spirit was, was ministering this to me about praying blessings, I, I asked him, okay, what exactly do these blessings look like that we're going to pray over the enemy and over our nations and so forth? Because I don't work real well in generalities. I need a concrete example. So he took me to Isaiah 45, 8. <laughs> Drip down, O heavens, from above, and let the clouds pour down righteousness. Let the earth open up and salvation bear fruit and righteousness spring up with it. I, the Lord, have created it. I have prayed this scripture for years, but when the Holy Spirit began teaching me about praying and releasing blessings, and he pointed me to this scripture saying, these are the blessings that the lost need. These are the blessings that America needs. These are the blessings that Israel needs. These are the blessings that the body of Christ need. These are the blessings that we need here. So he said, start praying down blessings of salvation and righteousness and repentance and light and truth, blessings of grace, blessings of peace, blessings of joy, blessings of healing, blessings of refreshing, refreshing and hope and deliverance and holiness and knowledge and wisdom. All of these things 
are his blessings. And he wants us to pray these blessings down so they just rain down on America and on people. These are God's words that we're praying. These are his blessings. They carry living miracles in them when we pray them out. So we pray blessings, not curses. We pray blessings, not the problem. Pray, pray blessing. I have confidence that God knows the problem. So <laughs> I don't think we have to, to have to spend time praying the problem. Pray his blessings. Ask God, that scripture said for the earth to open up. So ask God for the earth to open up and start to receive the blessings from the Lord. To open up America, to receive righteousness and to receive salvation. And ask for the light and the truth to come in and just pierce through the strongholds of the deception that hold people back from receiving salvation and righteousness. Remembering that these blessings that we're releasing, they're sent out to combat the trickery and the schemes and the deception of the devil. But we're not fighting against people. We are fighting for people, whether they're our enemies or our, whether they're saints or whoever they are. Now, when we do, this is a form of spiritual warfare. Now, we don't go up against these principalities and these strongholds, but we, we do spiritual warfare by we combat darkness by praying blessings of light. We combat deception by praying blessings of truth. We combat lawlessness by praying blessings of righteousness. We combat hatred and anger by praying blessings of love. And we combat death by praying life. We combat sickness and disease by praying healing and well-being. Amen. And it's so much fun. <laughs> we pray spiritual blessings that fill up the atmosphere, and it draws people to Jesus, and that's what we want. The knowledge of Jesus and the light of Jesus will begin to it shine down on those that are sitting in darkness and in the shadow of death and lead them out and bring them to salvation. I'm going to share a, a quick little story about the power of praying blessings. Some of you might have heard this because I think I shared it on a Friday night prayer meeting, but this just is a real good demonstration of praying blessings and what can happen. I have a friend in Indiana, and we... Uh, call each other every week and pray on the phone. And so I shared with her about what the Holy Spirit was showing me about praying the blessings. And so we started praying that way. Well, she has a friend up there. She's a mother. And um, she has three children. And they're all grown now and have their own family. But she raised her children with Christian values in a Christian home and in church. But somewhere along the line, when they became teenagers, all three of them turned on their mom. And they became so cruel and mean and angry towards her. And that carried over when they became adults and had their own families. And they continued to just treat her terribly and uh, be cruel and mean to her. They even left her out. Of, they even left her out of things like when they were expecting a baby and they had a baby shower, they did not invite her to her own grandchild's baby shower. That's how cruel they were. So my friend shared with her about praying blessings, and she said, stop praying all this stuff that you've been praying all these years over these kids to try to get them to be nice to you, and start praying blessings over them. So she did. She prayed blessings over them for two weeks. And at the end of that two weeks, her kids called her and said, we're going to Zoom. This was during COVID. We're going to have a family gathering, and we're all going to Zoom, and we want you and Dad to be part of it. And so they Zoomed, and they had the whole family, and they laughed, and they had fun, and they shared stories, and they were so kind to their mother, and they embraced her, and they drew her in, and she was a part of the family. And they said, we're going to do this every week. 
Two weeks of praying blessings broke a stronghold of years. Now you're believers, right? <laughs> okay. All right. So after we have been doing this praying blessings, and we've been doing it back in the prayer room on Sunday morning, then Holy Spirit showed us something more. He wanted to show us the power of these blessings. This is so awesome. All right. So he first he took me to Psalm 78:41 in the Passion Translation. Um, my Thompson Chain Reference Bible titles Psalm 78 as the story of God's wrath against the disobedient. And he's talking about the children of Israel and their unbelief and their disobedience. So Psalm 78:41. Again and again, they limited God, preventing him from blessing them. Continually, they turned back from him and provoked the Holy One of Israel. In the Passion, there's a footnote that says in translating that word provoked, it is as though Israel's behavior wounded the heart of God. Wounded his heart because he wanted to bless them. And they were limiting him. God wants to, his blessings to go forth over the people. So I had to ask Holy Spirit this question. I said, do we limit God's blessings going out over the people if we are disobedient by not praying for each other or if we're lukewarm in our praying or if we just don't bother to pray for those that persecute us or we're not praying over our cities and our nations? Yeah, I know. That's kind of tough, isn't it? All right. So here's what he told me. All right, so he went to 2 Kings 13. Now, you know this story. This is the story of Elisha and King Joash. And the king was told by Elisha to take a bow and arrow, and he was to shoot it to the east. The, that, uh, to the east was where Syria was, and the, that was their enemy, and they were going to declare war. Um, in biblical times, hostilities were proclaimed by shooting an arrow in the direction of the nation that war was being declared on. So he told the king to pull that bow back and to shoot that arrow into the east. But as, as the king was pulling that bow back, the prophet put his hand on the king's hand, and they shot that arrow. Now, Bible scholars seem to all be in agreement that they believe that that was to represent the power of God going with that arrow. Okay, now we want to remember that in a couple of minutes here, all right? The power of God is going with that arrow that he shot. Then Elisha told the king that he was to strike the ground with arrows. He was to start shooting arrows into the ground. And the king only did it three times. And Elisha got angry with him. And he said, he was to keep on. He should have kept on, maybe at least five or six times, but he should have kept on shooting those arrows into the ground. And again, I looked this up, the commentaries, uh, they believe that it was an, the number of victories. If he'd have kept shooting those arrows and shooting those arrows and shooting those arrows, he'd have gotten more and more victories. But Elisha said, you're only going to get three because you stopped. And he was angry with the king. And they believe that he was angry because of the, the king's unbelief, his lukewarmness, his lack of zeal, and his lack of faith. The very things that limit God's blessing. Elisha saw the abundance of God's favor that God was ready to grant, but the king limited the blessings. So what do we do with this? We need to start praying and see, Holy Spirit said, see those prayer blessings as arrows, that you are pulling back that bow and the Lord's power is with it and you are shooting out arrows of blessings, arrows of righteousness, arrows of healing, arrows of hope, arrows of salvation. And the power of God is with you when you shoot your prayers out. 
The earth is groaning under the weight of sin. But what if the power of those prayer arrows that we send out over the earth just declare war on the strongholds and bring God's blessings of victory into people's lives and into our nation? The more arrows of blessings that we shoot, the more victories for God's kingdom. We're not going to be short. We're not going to lack zeal. <clears throat> I think this passage in 2 Kings is meant to give us a more powerful vision of what these prayer blessings will do and what they'll accomplish. He trains our hands for battle. You know, when, when I was in high school, we had a semester where we had to do archery. <laughs> I could not pull that thing back and shoot that <laughs> I mean, I tried and I tried. Maybe I'd get it to go, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be about it. But now I can shoot prayer arrows of blessings with the power of God. We are not cursing our enemies. We're not bad-mouthing and grumbling the wicked, and we're not calling for their destruction. Rather, we're filling the atmosphere with God's blessings towards men, drawing them, drawing them to Jesus. So we can pray like this over America. We can pray like this over Israel. We can pray over all those that are in authority in our government like this. Pray over the body of Christ, over our cities and our states, our schools, our businesses, our governors, our mayor. And oh, please, people, pray for our governor. Pray for Governor DeSantis. We are blessed to have him. And he is standing strong for us. He said, I'm quote this, in one of his speeches, he said, fear God and you will have nothing else to fear. That's our governor. Yes. All right. So our prayers of blessings are helping to fill up the earth with the knowledge of God and the glory of God. All right. So now let's bring this home, the heart of the Father. Pray blessings over each other. Wow. Won't that be fun? Just think what could happen. All right. Our vision is covenant community, loving and serving each other. So we, to love and serve each other, start sending out prayer arrows of blessings to bring victory in each other's lives, praying for one another. Back in the prayer room, we have a prayer board, and we have a lot of names on it. And if you're going through something, you're going through a, a, a sickness or surgery or an illness or anything else, and we find out about it, we put your name on that board and we pray for you. We also have the names of all the moms that are expecting babies, and we have their names up there, and we pray over them, and we pray over these babies, and we pray over their deliveries and the labors and so forth. But I want to tell you, for the size congregation that we are, we are getting hit really hard. And especially the women. Well, we have some men that we're praying for, but it's mostly women that are getting hit. Now, Barry's talking to us about loving each other and serving each other and being in unity, that this is God's vision for us. And we can serve each other in prayer, taking up these prayer needs and releasing blessings of health and well-being and love and comfort and hope. So... First of all, I'm going to call on all the men, all the husbands, all the fathers, all the brothers, all the single guys. Start releasing prayers of blessings over the women in this church. They're being targeted right now. We have uh, a lot of women that are facing are dealing with uh, chemo and with surgeries and illnesses. We've had some couple of really deliver difficult deliveries. Now, we've been praying over them, so they're, they're coming through. They're coming through, and they shall recover. But th the women are getting hit hard. So I'm calling on you as priests to pray over the women and protect the women here in this congregation. Now, we're not leaving you men out. We're praying for you, too. And we'll cover you, but, but as, as the priests, as men, as fathers, as husbands, we need your help. We need your covering. Help us get through this time. Amen.
All right. Help us come against the cancer and the surgeries and miscarriages and stop some of these attacks. All right. Prayer is a love ministry. It's not so much about getting in the devil's face and yelling and screaming and spitting at him, but it's about ministering blessings, love, compassion, opening up an avenue for God to bless so that we're not limiting. He wants to bless. He wants to bless. We're holding each other's arms up in the battle. That's what we want to do in here. Prayer requires compassion and love. I really believe that compassion brings effective prayer. And compassion activates the power of God and ignites prayer. I want to tell you about the very first prayer I ever prayed. I was 10 years old. I had never been in church. And um, one day my mom just decided she was going to take my brother and me to church. So we went to church. We got there a little bit late, had already started, and they ushered me into the children's church uh, Sunday school room. And um, the teacher had already started teaching, and she was teaching on prayer. <laughs> I didn't remember a whole lot of what she said about prayer. But in the end, she summarized, and she said, when you pray, remember two things. Pray in the name of Jesus, and don't doubt. So I went home. We never went to church again after that. So I kind of just forgot about it. And a few weeks later, I was at school. I was outside on the playground, and I looked across, and I saw my friend Kathy, and she was crying. And I went over to her, and I asked her what was wrong. And she said, my grandma's in the hospital, and she's going to die. And they said she'll probably die today, and they can't do anything for her. They can't do anything. Now, you have to remember, this was back in the Stone Ages. They didn't, they didn't have all the medical technology that they had now. So when they said they couldn't do anything for you, that was it. She was going to die. And I remember walking home from school. And my heart was so sad. And I felt so bad for my friend Kathy. I didn't want her grandma to die. I didn't want her to be sad. And I remembered what that teacher said about prayer. So I remember I'm only 10 years old. So it's my first prayer. I said, God, don't let Kathy's grandma die. I prayed in the name of Jesus. And then don't doubt. So I just kind of forgot about it. A couple of weeks later, back out on the playground, and I saw Kathy across the way. And I thought, hmm. She hasn't missed any school, and I haven't seen her crying. I wonder what happened. So I went over to her, and I said, Kathy, what happened to your grandma? Her eyes got as big as saucers, and she started jumping up and down. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? I said, no. She said, my grandma's alive. My grandma's home. There's nothing wrong with my grandma. And the, all the doctors agreed that it was a miracle. Yeah, so, yes, yes, first prayer ever. <laughs> Where do you go from there, right? <laughs> As I look back on it, you know, I think, well, wow, he, he, he just answered that prayer with such powerful, miraculous, you know, power. I mean, uh, and I, I thought, well, I know he wanted to get me on that road for prayer for the rest of my life, you know, and, and it worked. From that day forward, <laughs> I just prayed about everything and everybody, and boy, that was it. I mean, all I knew was there was a God out there somewhere that liked grandmas, and... <laughs> I was going to go after it, yes. <laughs> and now that I'm a grandma, yay. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, uh, but I, I feel like he has shown me that, you know, he could have just 
had her grandma come home and she could have lived for a few more months or something, you know. But, you know, he did this miracle. She was all right. There was nothing wrong with her. That's what they were saying. It was a total miracle. And I, and I felt like he said it was the compassion. It was the compassion. It was the compassion that moved his heart so greatly and blessed, blessed. In James 5.11, the Lord, it says the Lord is full of compassion and merciful. Matthew 14.14, 14, Jesus went ashore and he saw a great multitude and felt compassion for them and healed their sick. Compassion, I think it activates the healing powers, mercy, grace, love, all those things. Now we know what Colossians 3.12 is. Barry's been teaching it to us. Put on a heart of compassion. How do we do that? Well, you know, we can't do anything apart from Jesus. So we just pray. And we ask God to give us that heart of compassion for each other in here and for the things that people are going through. And we, as we find out what's, what people are suffering and dealing with those that are walking through radiation and chemo and surgeries and all kinds of things whatever it is that he would give us a heart of compassion to pray and pray blessings over them prayer is a love ministry and it requires a tender heart of course we all know our human love can only go so far but God's got a remedy for that and it's Romans 5 5 the Holy Spirit sheds abroad in our heart the love of God. I go in my prayer room and at home, and before I start to pray, I ask the Lord, come and shed that love in my heart. Give me the love that I need, the compassion that I need to pray over all of these prayer needs. Back in the 1960s, we used to, yeah, I know. Half of you in here weren't even born, right? Okay, 1960s. You know that my kids used to tell me I was older than dirt? <laughs> I, I don't know if that's possible, but, um, but now that they're in their 40s and 50s, they don't say that so much. Either. Okay. All right. Sorry. Back in the 1960s, we used to sing a song called, They'll know we are Christians by our love. Ah, yeah. It was a Christian hymn, and it was written in the 1960s by a Catholic priest. His name was Peter Schultz. The title of the song originates from a phrase that non-believers used to describe Christian believers in the early church. And that phrase was, Behold, how they love one another. That's what we want people to say about us. Behold how we love one another. How we love our enemies. How we love our nation. How we love Israel. How we love each other. What if everybody in here, each one of us, prayed blessings of healing and health and well-being and joy and peace over the entire congregation every day? What if every one of us in here prayed blessings over our elders of wisdom and knowledge and discernment and protection and health and counsel? What if we prayed blessings over the ch children's teachers and the youth teachers and the worship team? I wonder what would happen if we served each other in prayer every day, speaking blessings over each other. I think Father would be happy. And I think he'd be pleased to dwell among us. And I also think there'd be no limit to the blessings that he would pour out on us because we are shooting powerful arrows of blessings. The most powerful prayer blessings that we can release are praying pure scripture 
out into the heavenlies, releasing the power and the authority of God's word. He watches over his word to perform it. So let's arm ourselves with our Bibles and let's start firing arrows and scriptures of blessings. I have a stack of index cards with scripture on it that I pray over America. And I have a stack of index cards with scripture on it that I pray over Israel. And I have a stack of in index cards with scriptures on it that I pray over the body of Christ. And I have a stack of index cards that I pray over my family. So get yourself some index cards or make a list or do something and get organized and get a bunch of scriptures, get armed, get ready, and start shooting those arrows of blessings out. Yes. All right. Just to show you what praying scriptures can do, <clears throat> I was sitting in my prayer room one morning, and I could just feel all the heaviness of what's going on in America just start pressing down on me and pressing down on me. I couldn't shake it. I couldn't, couldn't get it off. So I grabbed my stack of index cards for America, and I started marching around my house, and I started shooting arrows of blessings over America, and I started praying those scriptures and praying those scriptures and praying blessings and praying blessings. And when I got done, I had released 30 scriptures over America. Yeah. Uh, boy, I felt better. <laughs> but those, those, that, that, they're still out there. You know, your prayers don't have an expiration date. And all of that is still out there, and it's working. It's working. It's working over our nation and over people and drawing people to the Lord. And that's what we want. That's what we want. The blessings, the blessings of God. Okay. Now, you know I can't sit down unless I talk to you about secret place. You know, you know how I feel about that. All right. <clears throat> we need the love of God in our hearts in order to be a community, to be a city, to be a nation, and to shoot those prayer arrows of blessings. We don't want to limit God. We want him to be able to just pour out his blessings and redeem people. So we need to spend time in the secret place. You need to turn off those phones. Spend time sitting at his feet. I call it footstool worship. Sit with him. Just be quiet. Learn how to be quiet. Learn how to listen. Ask the Holy Spirit to just fill you, to teach you, to speak to you. Let him work love and compassion in your heart. We have to spend that time alone to have a supply and to have that unction, to want to bless others, to shoot those. We want to shoot those arrows. The power of God. Praying the blessings of the word, praying the blessings. These blessings that you are sending out there, they are living miracles. We want to pray and bless, pray and bless, pray and bless so that we see people come to the Lord. We just want to fill up his kingdom with souls and so we can see his glory. Oh, that's what we want. We want him to be glorified. We want his name to be lifted high. We don't want him to be respected and honored and praised and people to be in awe of him. We want the blessings of the Lord to rest upon us. We want to be distinguished by his presence upon us. Pray and bless. It's so easy. Pray and bless. So, Father, mm, we thank you. We thank you that your heart's desire is to bless people, that you want to pour out your grace and your peace and your joy and your hope and your salvation, that you want to rescue those sitting in darkness, those that the enemy has blinded. We thank you, Father. We ask you to work in our hearts even more 
fill us with love and compassion. That we become prayers of blessings everywhere we go. We thank you that you will be glorified. Oh, that you will come and you would dwell among us. We just bless your name today, Father. Oh, we always say, bless America. God bless America. But we want America to bless you. We want to bless you, Lord. So we just surrender and we give ourselves to you. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Read my word and take it to heart and respond to my spirit. You will be a conduit of kingdom blessing that will flow out of your belly and bless multitudes. My heart is to pour my blessing upon multitudes, not just upon a small circle. My heart is to draw multitudes, not just a few. And you can be the conduit as you hear and take into your heart the word of the Lord and respond to him. So let's let's do that. If you'll just hold steady for just a minute. I want all the guys to come up here, if you will. We're going to shift this tide with this thing where there's attacks coming against our ladies. We're not going to put up with it anymore. Come on up here. I want all the guys to stand with me. Ladies, you can sit or stand, but we're going to we're going to bless you. We're going to release blessing over your lives, protection, God's purposes, his strengthening, his encouragement over you. Come on up, guys. We're going to stand together as a united front. We're going to take our authority as brothers and fathers and men of God, and we're going to declare blessing over the ladies in our midst. All right, guys, you join with me. If you feel like you want to pray something specific after I pray, we'll, we'll let you do that. Ladies, you receive this blessing now. We're going to break any curse that's over you. We're going to declare blessing over your life and the movement of the Holy Spirit in greater degree. So, Father, we bless the ladies, the young ladies, the older ladies in our midst, in this congregation. We break off the attack of the evil one, and we speak blessing. We speak abundance. We speak strengthening. We speak encouragement. We speak a greater measure of the Holy Spirit and his fullness and his joy. Yes, Lord, we speak joy. Let joy arise in the hearts of our ladies. Let strength arise in the hearts of our ladies. Lord, let your blessing rest upon them. Let it fall. Let it drip, as your word says, from heaven upon them every day. Let them look up each day when they wake up and let blessing just begin to drip upon them that day. Keep them with your favor. Hold them in the hollow of your mighty hand. Protect them from any attacks of the evil one, we pray. We declare blessing over the ladies of heart of the Father, over our wives and sisters, over our daughters. We declare blessing from the Lord, and we break off any attack of the evil one. We say the tide is changing in this moment in the name of Jesus. Now there is not an attack that is a wave of attack. Now there's a wave of blessing, like a tidal wave flowing over and blessing each of the women in girls and daughters and sisters in this congregation. Receive the blessing of Jesus. Receive the protection and the covering and the umbrella of the Lord Almighty over your life. For the Lord speaks blessing over you. His face shines upon you. His favor is your portion and rests upon you. Yes, Jesus, we declare it in the name of Jesus. Let it be so, Lord. The tide is turning. The tide is changing. 
Our ladies are blessed. They're blessed when they go in. They're blessed when they come out. They're blessed all day long, and they're strengthened, strengthened in their bodies, Lord. We thank you for health and for healing. Let it be like an overflowing wave that inundates and floods them each day. There's ladies that have had chronic disease or chronic issues, Lord. We pray that you would break those things and begin to reverse it. Reverse the curse. Reverse those situations. Reverse those conditions and cause there to be radiant health. We speak radiant health over our ladies in the name of Jesus. We stand, Lord, you are the son of righteousness who rises with healing in your wings and overshadows this congregation, all of these ladies. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that you have turned the tide. That is a new day. This is a new beginning. Our ladies are blessed and they're strengthened and they're encouraged and they're protected in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we just call forth the women in this body to come and take their place. We just speak blessing over them. We say that you are not second rate, but that we are a team, Lord, even for the married couples. We just speak, come and take your place, nurturers. Come and take your place, moms, in this body. We speak blessing. We speak identity over them in the name of Jesus. We speak over their minds where the enemy would call, uh, come and discourage and come to discredit and come to accuse and to come and make less. We just say, No, devil, you have no place over their mind in the name of Jesus. Come and make your destiny known to them, Lord. We call them forth. We say, come out of the darkness in the name of Jesus. Come and speak at the light. Come and speak forth destiny. Come and raise up the next generation where we we lack, God. We thank you that you have given women, Lord, everything, Lord, that we lack. And God, you have given them this as a strength, as a crown. We thank you that this is your crown jewel in this body. We thank you for the women of heart of the Father. We say, come and take your place. Come and take your place. You were made for this moment. You were made for this moment. God created each and every one of you ladies with giftings, with callings, with desires, and we call them to take their place in this body in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the women, the life that comes from them, Lord God, the new life, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God, for the the love that is just enriches the lives of everyone around them, Lord God. And we thank you and we pray that you strengthen now in their inner being, Lord God. Strengthen them in their love, Lord God, for, for their husbands, for their families, Lord God. Lord God, we just thank you that you delight over the women of this church, Lord God, and you, Lord, break every chain. So we speak now, Lord, every downcast spirit, Lord God, that would try to tear these women down. We just break them off them now in Jesus Christ. We speak wholeness, Lord God, every infirmity, Lord God, we just now break off of them in Jesus Christ. That the enemy has no authority over the women of this congregation, Lord God. And that we just speak freedom, that the liberty of the Holy Spirit, the freedom and the life, Lord God, that you just fill them afresh this day in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just call forth your complete portion, Lord, for your daughters. Complete portion and peace. Father, we speak peace over the hearts. We command every form of onslaught and attack to diminish, be brought to nothing in the name of Jesus. And we speak forth peace as your portion, the peace of Christ ruling in your hearts, ruling in your homes, the peace of Jesus flooding you. We break off the spirit of fear over the past, fear over the present, fear over your future, fear over your finances and your family and your children. 
things to come, we break off the spirit of fear and discouragement. And Father, we ask for every place that's been wounded, every place that's had hurt and pain, that you would bring restoration in the name of Jesus, that you would restore tenfold what the enemy took for a moment, took for a second, for a season, and that you would restore to them, Lord, their full portion in the Holy Spirit. Would you waken dreams in the night, Lord? Give them their inheritance, God. Let them taste and see and experience. Let their sweetest days be now. We stand in agreement. We speak a shift over your season, a shift over your season. Right now, we speak a shift over your hearts and a shift over your minds. And Holy Spirit, I'm asking for guidance and wisdom and instruction. Speak to their hearts, Lord, of the armor of God, the things that they're to do and to speak and to not do and to not speak. I'm asking that you would equip them in all things, Lord, for this season. Equip them and give them instruction, Lord, in the daytime and in the nighttime, in the name of Jesus. No shame, no guilt, no condemnation. But I just feel like the Lord asked that every man that's able in this place to take a knee and just posture himself in a place of repentance for not, uh, for not standing at the door and allowing the enemy to come and plunder. So, Lord, I just ask for, I just thank you for your kindness. I thank you for the testimony of the power of prayer. I thank you that it's led men into righteousness to come into their place, to step into their place, Lord. I just ask for every man in here to come into repentance for allowing this to go on for so long. That we're taking a stand right now before the Lord and saying, no more, no more. In Jesus' name, we just command health and health, all sickness to be bound up in this place right now in the name of Jesus. Freedom. We just thank you, Father. We just praise you. Father, I just pray for dreams in this place. Father, I just pray for anything, any circumstances that may, may make the dreams, like the, the dreams are not going to happen, Father. And I, I just speak life into them, God, that I just put, speak encouragement into the spirits that the dreams are going to happen, that any dreams that may, may seem like it's going to die because of circumstances or anything in, this, in, in, in the path that's just blocking it, Father. I just pray that dreams will just be awakened and they will come alive, that they're not dead, that they're not forgotten gotten, that the Lord sees you and the Lord knows your dreams and the Lord knows knows what's going on in your heart and the things that, that just seems like it's not going to happen, that seems like they have died and it's, it hasn't died and it's alive, it's still alive and it's still going and any lies from the enemy that is telling you that it's not there, that it's, it's gone, it's still there, it's still going to, God is still going to push forward. Yes, thank you, Father. Just as everyone was praying, I saw the Lord putting on a new armor on you, or maybe like a fresh armor. And so, Father, I want to thank you, Jesus, that the, the women of this body are needed. They are vital to this body. And we ask, God, that you would strengthen them and gird them up right now, Jesus, that they would feel that they have been surrounded by a hedge of angels right now with swords drawn, and that the attacks of the enemy that come, the armor that is being put on right now, bounces back off of you and pierces himself. So, God, I thank you, Jesus, that what is being placed on the women of our body right now is strength and courage and a sound mind. Yes. You are vital to this body. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, I thank you, Lord, for all the women in this room, Jesus. And I rebuke any passivity that us men may be battling. Lord, help us to be an active support, a husband, father, a brother 
in the faith, Lord. Help us, Lord, to get this passivity out of our lives in the name of Jesus, Lord. You've called us to fight, for Lord, and to protect Jesus, God. Help us to rise up, Lord, and to stand up. And, and your word is that foundation that we stand on, your scripture, and being in a secret place and fighting for our families and fighting and protecting the women of this house, Lord. So I just speak death to passivity right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, I repent for being a passive husband and a passive dad. Lord, forgive me, Jesus. And Lord, help us, Lord. Give us strategy, Lord, in the secret place, God. May we surrender every day to you, Jesus, Lord. That we lay down our egos and our pride and our fears, and we choose to trust you, Lord God. And we fire those arrows into the heavens, Jesus. Lord God, help us to serve the women, Father, and to be that protection and that support in the mighty name of Jesus. By the power and person of your Holy Spirit, Lord, we can be, do nothing without your Holy Spirit, Jesus. And we thank you and we love you, Lord. We choose, I choose, Lord, to be active, an active man of the kingdom, Father, in the name of Jesus. All right, let's... Father God, by design, by your design, you have designed women to be nurturers and compassionate, and you designed us to be providers, Lord. But we pray for these women now, Lord, that you have put in their hearts the compassion to nurture their children, their brothers, their sisters, and, and, and everything around them, Lord. Continue to strengthen them with that compassion and that love, Lord, and, and give us the, the, the know-how, the compassion to to nurture them, Lord, and to strengthen them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's all commit ourselves, ladies and men, to being those who carry the heart of God and to shooting those arrows, to be a body of prayer filled with prayer, not relying upon just Marie and the ladies, who mostly ladies in the prayer room in the back. I know guys join. Let, let's become a people of prayer where we take hold of the purposes of God and we shoot those blessings, those arrows of blessings into our world. So let's bow before the Lord and we'll close out with this. Father, we just want to say that we commit ourselves anew to you to carry the spirit of prayer in our hearts, in our lives, to not neglect to be those who are the conduits of your blessing. Father, we want to see your kingdom come with mighty power and with great fullness in our lives, in our community, and beyond, in this whole region. We want to see you come like a tidal wave with heaven coming to earth and changing everything. We commit ourselves to responding to your spirit. We commit ourselves to being obedient to the nudges of your spirit. Lord, we commit ourselves anew to trusting you to help us to walk a spiritually sensitive and not a flesh-driven life anymore so that we can respond to you and be those who shoot the arrows of blessing out into our families, into our community, and into our region and beyond into this world so that the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ. Jesus, come. Build your kingdom. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. And let the name of our God be hallowed, honored, loved, treasured, and cherished in our midst, in our nation, in our community. We commit ourselves to being part of that army, part of that wave. Lord, we're part of that wave. Would you fill us anew with your spirit? Would you fill us anew with the spirit of prayer in this place? And let us walk it out and live it and be sensitive to the drawing and the wooing of your spirit and respond with a full heart. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for giving us this time. Thank you, Lord, that you have turned the tide and our ladies are blessed from this moment. They're covered from this moment. They're filled and encouraged from this moment. And your kingdom is coming in our midst in greater and greater and growing ways. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming and strengthening, for quickening, for giving us wisdom and insight, and for convicting us where we need them. We're grateful. We love you. We treasure you. We pray that you continue 
on this journey that you have, on this vision that you have. Continue, Lord. Increase and abound is our prayer in our midst and in our hearts. And we thank you that you have promised because you have purpose that you are going to complete the good work that you have begun. And our confidence is in you. We say yes to all that you desire. We say yes to our part in that purpose in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Be blessed. Be blessed in this day in Jesus' name.